Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 941. Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress, part one, by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. Now, we have five shows where we do this. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now, today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. And boy, do I love Matt's first mindset that he discusses. So let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress, Part 1, by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. If you had to guess, what do you think is the most important variable of an optimized workout plan? Would you guess to constantly switch up your plan so it keeps your body guessing? It's a valid suggestion, but it's incorrect. Too much variation is not always a good thing. If you're doing something different every week, you have no idea if you're actually making progress. So, guess again. How about getting stronger over time? It's a really good guess because volume, which is sets times reps times weight used, is the main driver of gaining muscle. So doing more is definitely necessary, but it's not number one. The number one most important variable when it comes to an optimized plan is safety and sustainability. If you get hurt, you can't lift. Just like diet, you can have the fanciest and most scientific plan in the world, but if you can't sustain it, it's not the best, at least not for long. And if you know anything about gaining muscle and losing fat, it takes a long time of consistent hard work to make solid progress. Therefore, injury prevention should be your number one focus when following a workout plan. Okay, so now you may be wondering, how in the heck are you supposed to make sure you're going to stay injury-free? There's no right answer because making a risk less, I just made that word up, training plan would be impossible. Besides like, don't lift, but you know, F that. But there are ways to drastically reduce your chance of injury. Including all those ways could be an entire blog post in itself. So for this article, I'm just gonna focus on the mindset side of things because I believe that's one of the most controllable variables to long-term success. And specifically, I'm gonna share the three gym mindsets that I have used in order to go almost eight years of consistent lifting, five or more times per week without any major injuries. The big three gym mindsets. 
most people will do whatever they can to force a good workout. They'll blare their hardcore music, increase their caffeine intake, use smelling salts, hype themselves up by smashing their head into the bar. While this can work in the short term, this isn't something you can sustain. If you know anything about physiology, you understand the body doesn't care what you want, it cares about what it wants. This means pushing harder and doing more won't work forever, no matter how bad you want it to. The body will start to fatigue, it'll screw up your sleep, make your mood worse, make you weaker, and if you ignore all of these signs, you'll get hurt. The body makes you stop being an idiot by responding with an injury. This is why it's important to have some days and weeks where you go harder than others. If you've ever heard of periodization, this is the purpose for that. It is the art and science of designing a long-term training program to maximize safety and effectiveness. It's the difference between training with intent to elicit a response and just exercising. Both are okay, but if you're listening to this, you're probably pretty serious about improving your body and therefore fall in the former category. Once you begin to understand it's sometimes necessary to take one step back in order to take two steps forward, you will realize having all three of these mindsets are crucial to long-term progress in the gym. That being said, let's dive into mindset number one. Mindset number one, check the boxes. This is my least favorite mindset. It's my least favorite because it means that I'm either hungover, really tired, really sore, highly unmotivated, or all of the above. These are the days where I literally lay in bed trying to conjure up some type of rationalization for why I shouldn't go to the gym that day. Sometimes I give in and just don't go. But most of the time, I end up dragging myself out of bed and start getting ready for the gym anyway. The hardest part is getting out of bed. If I can get out of bed, I know I'm going to go because momentum begins to take over. I put on my shorts, put on my shirt, maybe turn on a motivational video, and then start to mix up a pre-workout. Once the pre-workout is made, it's done. The rest of the habits just fall in place, and let's be real, I'm not going to waste that pre-workout. Then I'll grab my gym bag and trudge on out to my car. I'll try turning on some good music to see how well it works for my motivation. Sometimes, rarely, it'll work, and I'll start to get in a better mood about the gym, but not often. This is the most important part. Instead of trying to push harder and force myself into a hardcore mindset, which I'll talk about soon, I just acknowledge this workout is not going to be the one where I set new personal records and have an amazing session. And that's okay, because it will help me recover to have a harder session later in the week. I just go in the gym and check the boxes off of what I'm supposed to get through that day. I'll usually throw on a podcast or YouTube video that keeps my mind somewhat stimulated. I found this method works better than trying to blare music because when I'm in this mindset, loud music generally just makes me annoyed. I'll make sure I'm lifting with proper form and pushing myself to about a five to six and a half out of 10 when it comes to effort for the day. If you use this mindset correctly, you'll leave the gym feeling more refreshed than when you went in. In a typical week, this mindset is necessary for about 15% of my workouts. So maybe like one to two workouts a week on average. Remember, these types of workouts are just as important as the super hardcore mindset workouts, which we'll get to, because they set you up for a better workout later on. Sacrifice this not-so-great workout in order to have more amazing workouts in the future. Mindset number two. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. 
we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I was actually just talking about this last week. I said the goal in the gym is not always to push yourself to the max, but instead, just survive for another day. Because if you get injured, you can't go back, at least not for a while. And believe me, I've done this before. I've pushed myself when my body was telling me not to and suffered the consequences. I have thrown out my back at least two times. And one of those times, it felt like I couldn't even breathe. I had to have someone carry me to the car to go to the emergency room so I could get an injection just so I could feel like I could breathe again. And that put me out of commission for at least two weeks. Oh, and there was another time when I had to basically relearn to do a pull-up. Now, I promise this is not supposed to be a humble brag, but just to put in perspective, there was a point where I could do 50 pull-ups without stopping. But there was one morning where I woke up and I had some neck pain. And I thought, I'll just work through this pain. And that was the day I decided I was gonna do some more pull-ups. Well, because of the neck pain, when I did pull-ups, I ended up favoring one arm over the other. And this led to a pretty nasty injury. And I had to get physical therapy because with that same injury, I couldn't even do a single push-up, let alone a pull-up. And so after at least a month of not being able to do push-ups or pull-ups, when I was finally healed and I tried to do a pull-up again, I couldn't. And again, I used to do 50 without stopping and now I couldn't even do one. So I'm gonna tell you, it's simply not worth it. Listen to your body. If when you're working out, it feels like one of those days where you're not gonna set a new personal record, that's okay. Get that workout done, feel good about it, and then move on and promise yourself that you'll do better later on this week. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you for listening. I will be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.